This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Mic check, one, two, three. (laughs) Let's get positive. How's it going, everyone? I'm Joshua Tiggis, and thank you for listening to The Positive Point, a podcast where I try to shed some light into your world. A little note before we get into the episode, in case you guys are wondering, yes, this episode was pre-recorded a couple of weeks before I released it today, but on this fourth episode, I decided to sit down with one person who helped me get this podcast up and rolling and talk about something that many people don't think of themselves as, a leader. Leadership characteristics are something a person can have that can set them apart from those around them. And over this past year, I have recognized how easily that comes to Omar. Being the station manager of KBVU, he has a lot of responsibilities. But through it all, he still takes time to make sure everyone is doing what they want to do and producing content that makes them happy. I just have to say that he has quickly become a very influential person in my life because of the way he accepts everyone for who they are and allows them to express themselves. So, without further ado, allow yourself to escape from your life for a little while and enjoy this episode with Omar. Omar, welcome to The Positive Point. It's nice to be here. Well, yeah, actually be here since, you know, we can actually have interviews back in the studio again. So that's nice. Yeah, it is nice. This is actually my first one in the studio for this season. So I think this is my first in-studio interview since... Oh, maybe back August, September, or something like that. So it's been a while. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah, so today's topic is leadership. But before we get into that, let's kind of talk about your leadership role here on campus. So you're the station manager of KBVU. So would you want to kind of describe what that is, what that all kind of entails? Right. So that job entails making sure that the radio station is kept alive in the sense that We can't stop playing music or else there's some fines with the FCC involved there. Pretty much it's regulating the station so it can consistently be working. A lot of my leadership is based on having trust in the people that work for me and knowing that sometimes I do have to get after people, but it's really more in the positive sense that I expect this to already have been done. So I'm placing my trust in each person that I have in my staff, and that's why I personally believe that we've been doing so well as a station because it's never been a feeling that you have to do something or an obligation more of I'm trusting you to do this because I believe you are the right person to be doing so. So for the station, it's making sure all of my people are happy, all my people are comfortable, they are producing and getting all the opportunities that they can to keep producing content and then grow. Yeah, you mentioned like keeping people happy, keeping them doing what they want to be doing, and we'll get into that more, but I'm curious how or why has the audio world kind of captivated you? And I know a lot of people generally when they come into digital media, they instantly go to the TV and video side of stuff, but for the most part, you've stuck with audio, so why is that? 
Well, actually, when I first came, I had my heart set on being a triple major for Spanish music production and digital media. So because of my love for music and my constant attachment to music, I think that's why I gravitated to audio. My original plan was to start a radio show of me mixing music and have it be like three hours long and plan it out every week. But that's really tough to do. And I don't have as much time to dedicate to that as I would like. But I guess it's always been an understanding, too, that without good audio, it's hard to have great anything else. Like if you're watching a a decent movie, but the music is terrible or it's not loud enough or their vocals aren't loud enough or you're at a concert and you can't hear the band. Audio is important in every project that you do. So I, I realized early on that without good audio, it's not a good project. So with audio, I've been able to place myself in TV, in the tech at times because they're, they might need a, an interview embedded. With audio, I can work across the board. And it's nice. You, you need me a little bit for everything. <laughs> and that's not an ego thing. It's I want the audio to sound good. So I'm dedicating myself to figuring out audio because there's not a lot of people that will yeah that kind of specialization factor specializing in one thing and that's kind of what leadership is so kind of transitioning into the topic of this episode so if people kind of can't tell already you kind of have a demanding role here in one of the biggest roles that someone can hold within the digital media department here up at BV with being an actual manager of the radio station. So there's a lot of things that I think you have to learn with being a leader. It's not just jumping in and just telling people what to do. It's a whole learning process. Yeah, and I think I think part of it is realizing that early on that a good leader is never perfect and shouldn't be expected to be perfect and should not expect perfection from those under them like I expect greatness but I don't expect perfection the only reason I expect greatness is because everyone on my staff has proven to me that they can produce amazing content so I am here more as a motivator and sometimes a strong and harsh you know push and motivator but I think a good leader realizes that it's not their leadership that makes people around them great it's giving them that drive and that passion and manifesting that passion that really makes a great leader. Yeah, I love that. And just from watching you through meetings and kind of the little interactions that we've had, one thing that I've noticed is that you meet people where they are. And that's something that I believe is really important with leadership is meeting people where they are and trying not to push them to someone who they can't be. Right. And that's all I mean, the more you progress, the more you start to see yourself and some of your tendencies and the younger classes and the newer classes. And when I'm attached to somebody, when I see potential in someone, it's because I see passion and I see patience. And those are the two most difficult things to truly manifest in in a person because things get hard, things get complicated. I'm sure the first episode for this show didn't go exactly as you planned, right? But You got over it. You kept working on it and, you know, passion and patience. So I can't teach passion and patience. I can only make it grow and foster it. But if that passion isn't already there, then there isn't much for me as a leader that I can truly do to make someone better. So me meeting someone in the middle is mainly so I can start to put my toe in the water and see how much passion a person has. Because if someone truly wants to do something, 
you can kind of see it and feel it that they have that passion. There's people all throughout college that tend to just slide by and are here mainly because their parents wanted them to or they want the degree and they're just trying to float by college. But the people that truly have passion are the ones that are going to make a difference. And those are the people that I want in my back pocket listening to my advice and taking my guidance because you are the future. I am just here presently making myself better but you are the actual future. And that's what a good leader sees, that it's beyond them now. It's not about me. It's not the Omar show. I, I run the station, but I have my own radio show already. This isn't my show. It's about you guys and your growth and seeing you guys progress. So when I leave and look at this as an alumni in five years, I might see you in my position. You never know. But my job now is to guide you for the future. And that's what I love about being a leader seeing the future generations come into BV. Yeah, and I think this kind of goes back to the topic of my last episode with acceptance. You can't force people to be who you want them to be because they won't produce their best work. It's when they're passionate about what they're doing that they're motivated to put their best foot forward. And that also goes with realizing your own boundaries and not overexerting yourself or putting too much on your plate. Sometimes people truly have the best interests and are motivated and are passionate, but bite off more than they can chew and then are overwhelmed. It's okay to be stressed, but you shouldn't overwork yourself, especially if you're passionate about what you're doing. When you are passionate about what you're doing, you know, it's it doesn't feel like a lot of work. But when you're running yourself dry, you, you also need to take a step back and realize why you enjoy doing that. Yeah, so you mentioned that leadership isn't just sitting back telling people what to do. It's not like a king sitting up on a throne. It's about motivating people to do their best work, helping them along with that process. And you're working with them to help them with a greater goal that everyone kind of has. And a lot of that for me goes with finding out what goals are ideal for a team and then finding out people's personal goals. Because while there are things I want for the station, like consistent scheduling, which has been done, and that's fantastic. Consistent shows live on air, and that's been getting better. That's fantastic. Consistent podcast. While those are things I want personally for the station, without you guys and without motivating everyone on staff, it doesn't matter that I want it or that those are my goals for the station. They have to be manifested into the goals of the staff as well. So I kind of hope that my passion towards these goals for the station transfer into everyone that's a part of the staff. Like wanting consistent news and wanting consistent programming and wanting new voices on the air and wanting new liners. I push those goals hoping that they motivate everyone in the staff and they become part of their own personal goals. Because the more I gripe and gripe about what I want for the station that isn't attached to each staff member personally, the farther away it gets from being something worthwhile to them. And I want the station to feel like it matters to everyone that's a part of it. It's not just my baby, it's everyone's. And we're trying to share it. And that's why we've had Radio Station of the Year two times in a row, because that faith that we all have in each other, that we are a good station and we are going to show everybody why. And I love that. Yeah, it's that, that faith in each other, like you just mentioned. And then also just having one common greater goal of just helping everyone produce their best work and just be passionate about what we're doing and do it to the best of our abilities. But one thing that I've kind of realized is that in order to be a good, good leader, you have to be a good worker. And there's two reasons that I've realized for this is you aren't just going to be handed a leadership position in whatever you do in life right away. 
you have to work your way up to that point and show how you how much you deserve that position and then also the second one is the best leaders like i mentioned earlier don't act like a king on a throne they work among the people who kind of follow them or they work over to build that connection with them like you mentioned have faith in them and build that connection and have a personalized human aspect to it yeah and i think a lot of that is realizing to stay humble like just because i am running the station does not mean that i am better than everyone that's a part of this i don't see myself as better by any means i see myself as an equal that expects more than everybody i i try to give off this energy like like your parents do when they say i'm not mad i'm just disappointed that's the kind of energy i hope to bring because i expect more from my staff and i'm definitely not a helicopter leader in which i'm nagging on everybody all the time because then nothing would be done everyone would be tired of me and not wanting to you know, schedule music or do a show. But being a good leader, at least in my opinion, stems from knowing your own place and knowing that you are not what makes things great just because you are in a position of guidance. You are the same, if not less, than the people under you because they are the actual framework for what makes the station great. If everyone left and it was just me to run KBVU, it would it would be a shamble. It would decimate and run into the ground and burn into the ground. But it's because of all of my staff members that I can be in this position. So I'm grateful, but I'm humble as well. Because without you, there would be no station. And without the station, I wouldn't be a leader. So then I my position wouldn't matter again. Yeah, I love that you brought that up, the humble aspect, and also just the simple, you're a simple guy, just helping them along. And without them, there wouldn't be no position that you'd have that leadership role of. So I really like that you brought that up. And one other thing I just want to touch on is that a leader isn't just a leader. They're a role model. And I've noticed that in my entire life is the people who lead us, whether it's parents or like family members or whatnot, or even, for example, you, the leaders in our lives who we look up to are our role models because they're the people that we look to for that guidance that you just mentioned. Well, I mean, I don't know about role model right now. That's kind of tooting my horn a little too much. But I definitely say that part of my leadership style is becoming your friend first. Because all work aside, I want the relationship with all my staff that I can actually have a check-in with you and be like, how are you doing? Are you okay? Are your classes going okay? I want to have an actual personal relationship with everybody that I work with because part of that trust and trusting you with your job also comes with knowing that you are fit to do the job. And if I task you with something and you are not in the right mindset or you haven't been okay, I know that's not going to get done to the best of your ability. And at that point, the job doesn't matter. I want to make sure that everyone's okay in the staff because we, we all have low moments and we all have moments that are extremely difficult and this pandemic doesn't help and the weather sure doesn't help right now. But I think part of being a good leader is realizing that you need to be vulnerable because everyone around you is also vulnerable. Life doesn't stop and get better or worse just for you. It does it to everybody. So taking that step back and removing yourself from boss mode and making sure everyone's okay is just as important as trying to be productive at a meeting. Uh, that's why at every KBVU and SCJ meeting, you will later see that 
I'm always doing a mental health checkup. How's everybody doing? Or if I see you in the hallway, I'm gonna ask you how you're doing. Just because it's important to me to make sure that you are in the right mindset and in the right emotional position to keep working. Because I expect greatness from you. And if I'm going to drive you to do the best of your ability to work hard, you need to be in the right mindset to work hard. And I don't want to overwork someone that's in a tough place because I've overworked myself as I'm in an emotional rut and breakdowns aren't fun. And in college, we're all prone to that. We're, we're not immune of it. We, we can't avoid it. It's going to happen. Everyone burns out. But if you can help avoid that and keep someone from doing so, or have that relationship with your staff that they feel like they can come to you with work and personal problems, then at that point, I personally believe you are the best leader you can be. Because then it's beyond work. They truly trust you and they care about your opinion, just as I care for all my staff. And I feel like I can go to anybody in my staff and tell them a personal problem or ask for personal advice. I want that same energy back. So I have to give it before I can expect to receive it. One other thing I want to mention here quickly before we wrap up is we kind of touched on this earlier how the best leaders don't aim to get the people who like, let's say follow them from point A to point B. They aim to turn their followers into leaders for the future to continue on whatever it is they're doing, continue on into the future. And that kind of leads into two quotes that I found here that I wanted to incorporate. So this is from William Arthur Wood. He says, leadership is based on inspiration, not domination, on cooperation, not intimidation. So I really like that quote. And then this other one I found from John C. Maxwell, he says, a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. So I think those fit pretty well into what we've talked about here today. And then simply everyone can be a leader. I know oftentimes people don't think of themselves as a leader, but because they don't have like these leadership positions of like a CEO of a company or anything, but in our lives, we are all leaders to each other, to the people around us. That kind of goes back to the role model aspect that I was talking about earlier. But even if it's just to some younger siblings or cousins that you have, you can be a leader to them as well. Yeah, and I think that goes to if you've ever been asked for help by anybody, then you're technically a leader because you took time to guide someone, help someone, and provide feedback. That's what a good leader does is show support, but critical support. You know, being being honest, being humble and being loyal also to your people and understanding that, you know, like life, it's hills and valleys. You know, it's all ups and downs and nothing's ever fully great. But if you can help your staff and even help yourself and expect help from your staff to create a positive environment and and inclusive environment and make sure that everyone's comfortable and working hard, then you're a leader. And you can do that from any position. You don't have to have an official position. In fact, I trust most of my staff to be leaders naturally because if I can ask you for help or ask for your opinion and I trust your opinion, then I trust who you are going to become and what we are trying to manifest here at BV. Because if there's one thing, like like the tagline, Beavers Build, right? That's that's our tagline, right? I used to think that was really cheesy because, you know, of course we're beavers and beavers build dams, and I made that connection first. But in reality here in Digi, like, we're not trying to make you the best photographer, the best audio mixer, the best 
you know, cameraman or news writer. We're not trying to make you the best reporter always because BV encourages, you know, picking up these skills on your own by doing it and finding your own style. I think what BV does a great job is manifesting confidence, making the right connections, and learning how to genuinely be a good person in the workforce. Because the media and journalism and, man, even the radio lately has gotten a lot of negative attention, a lot of criticism. And BV specializes in how do we make, how do we take a great person and give them these skills? give them these skills, not how do we give a person these phenomenal skills to, to do great. You learn that on your own. How do we mold a great person in society so that they can make the change that they wish to see? And that's why everyone that comes into this program fosters a close relationship with almost everybody involved in the program like we're all close and that's because we truly believe in each other and truly believe that we have learned the skills to create the change and be the change that we wish to see in the world so those two quotes hit the nail on the head with what the program does here you are absolutely right yeah that's what i love about bv is how they look at the individual looking towards a better tomorrow so quickly just to wrap up here with the present person i think is for people to recognize the leadership roles that they have in their life. Because I touched on it a little bit, how we all do have a leadership position, whether we recognize it or not, we all do. So just quickly recognize that in your life and see how you can help the people who are looking up to you. So before we wrap up, Omar, I know I'm going to kind of put you on a spot here, but what is your favorite quote? Oh, oh, wow. You know what? It's not necessarily my favorite, but it's the first one that comes to mind, and it's going to sound very egotistical, but it's my own quote from my radio show, You and Me from 2 to 3, that has now ended, sadly. But at the end of every episode, I used to say, man, it's been so long since I've said this. I used to say, give the universe the energy you wish to receive from it, and it should give it back to you. At least that's what I believe. Because if you want greatness give the world greatness. If you want patience, be patient. Everything that you strive to do and put out and work towards should be given back to you if you stay humble and true to yourself. So if you want kindness, be kind. If you want a hug, give someone a hug. You know, it, it goes both ways. You can't just take from the world. You have to give to it too. I love that. Bringing up like the two-way street, give and you shall receive. So I love that quote. And Omar, thank you so much for taking the chance to sit down in the studio. Actually in the studio. We yeah. love that. Yeah. 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 So thank you for coming on and being a guest on The Positive Point. Thanks for having me. And thanks for making my day more positive, even though it's still snowing outside. <laughs> but thanks for having me, Joshua. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed that conversation that I had with Omar. And I'm sure you were able to see how amazing of a person he is. Like I mentioned in the introduction, he was one of the first people to help push me into making this podcast a reality, and he didn't try to influence me in any way. He saw my dream and helped me to achieve specifically what I wanted to do. So with that being said, the positive point of the podcast has to be what we've been talking about all along, leadership. As it was mentioned earlier in the episode, leadership isn't about sitting on a throne. It's about taking on the challenge of managing others while keeping them motivated. Whether you think of yourself as a leader or not, 
I'm here to tell you that you are. Many people go about their days by going with the flow, but whether you know it or not, you're being looked up to. You are a role model. Some may not believe it, but that doesn't mean it isn't true. A little kid may be watching you as you pick up some trash off the sidewalk, and that little moment could be your leadership of the day. Whether we know it or not, we are role models, and role models are leaders. They have the power to influence the actions of others. We have the power to influence the actions of others. When some people feel this power, they use it in indescribable ways. But I'm here to give you the chance to learn how to be a true leader. To not use that power for evil, but rather for good. For the future. The best leaders don't strive to hit a goal. They strive to turn their followers into leaders. Be the person that reaches out to someone who is following you and help them along their path. By taking a step back in our lives and meeting someone else where they are, we give ourselves the opportunity to learn about what they're actually going through. I know this might seem a little all over the place, but I'm trying to keep it as broad and general as I can because the leadership aspect applies to almost everything in life. I know I might sound like a broken record, but meet people where they are. Humble yourself to join them on their journey and make it your goal to help them achieve the success that you have worked yourself up to. Some may say that being a leader is hard, and yes, it is. It should be. Leadership isn't for the faint of heart, and that tends to make people believe that they can't be a leader, but that simply isn't true. Each and every one of us are capable of the challenges that a leadership position provides, but it all comes back to the mindset that you have. While things may get challenging, it's all a growing and learning process. After all, God will never put you through something you can't handle. Have faith in your abilities, but most importantly, have faith in your followers, because without them, you wouldn't be where you are. Take the time to develop a connection with those who follow you. Take the time to learn about their life. Take the time to help shape them into the next leader that this world is going to see. Leadership isn't about sitting on a throne. It's about working to build someone up to fulfill your shoes. This week, I challenge you to at least recognize some of the people who quote unquote follow you, whether it's some people at work or some family members who simply look up to you. Take the first steps to at least recognize the people in your life that use you as one of their leaders. From there, you'll be able to discover new ways that you can strengthen your leadership role and enhance the influence that you have on your followers. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, feel free to DM me on Twitter at the positive poi 2 That's the positive P-O-I-2. Or Instagram at the positive point underscore podcast. Or send an email to the positive point podcast at gmail.com to share a random act of kindness or uplifting deed that you did for someone else or they did for you. Or maybe it's something you saw someone else do for another person. Reach out to me and share the story. Who knows? Maybe you will be the next positive point of the podcast. Until next time, this is Joshua Tigas. And remember, keep it positive. <laughs>